Today, we are going to tell you about a somewhat secret money hack that very few Americans are taking advantage of. It's a benefit so good, you'd be crazy not to do it. First, the numbers. Only a little over a third of American households own an individual retirement account, also known as an IRA. Of that third of households, only four in 10 contributed to a Roth IRA. So when you run the numbers, that equals out to just 15% of Americans are taking advantage of this incredible tax savings hack. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. Today we have a really interesting podcast episode. It's probably one of our most important episodes. It's something that Dave really wants to hit on as it's, again, something that only 15% of Americans are taking advantage of, but it is truly a wonderful hack that the government offers. So Dave, go ahead and take it away. Yes. As Nate said, this is probably my passion. The one thing that I share with every single young person in particular that wants to talk to me about finance. So before I get into the little bit of the details, I want to tell you a quick story and to help you get a little bit of an understanding of what I'm talking about with the difference between a traditional IRA, which you've probably heard of, and some of you have heard of a Roth IRA. So there's this uh, couple that I know named James and Jennifer. They've been married for 30 years, and they both have been working full-time. They've been faithful savers in their company's traditional IRA retirement plan. But recently, they began to think more seriously about retirement, And to their surprise, James and Jennifer realized that their combined traditional IRA balance was a cool $1 million. Jackpot, right? That's fantastic. Michael and Mary are best friends with James and Jennifer. So much so that each year they take a big vacation together and also weekly date nights for usually a meal out and a game of cards. They too have been married 30 years and both have been working full-time during those 30 years. Interestingly, Michael and Mary are also faithful savers and have maxed out their Roth IRAs during their 30 years of work. Just like their friends, they began to think seriously about retirement, and to their utter amazement, they had accumulated $1 million in their accounts as well. Now here's where it gets interesting. The next year, both families left their respective jobs, and began to enjoy their retirement. Their plan is to travel extensively. On their bucket list is a visit to Europe, Asia, and the Americas. The two couples are confident that their good savings habits will allow them an awesome retirement. Are you thinking about doing something similar when you retire? Maybe you want to spend more time on your hobbies, like painting, golfing, or time with your grandchildren or maybe even creating your own business, something that you have a passion for. That all sounds great, right? Well, from a financial perspective, I have big news for you. In this example, the two couples have two very different outcomes. 
Every withdrawal James and Jennifer make, they will pay Uncle Sam or the U.S. government, if you want to be specific, 25% in taxes. However, every withdrawal Michael and Mary make goes straight into their pockets. They don't pay a nickel of their money to their dear uncle. So let's hypothetically say they both took all of their money out that first year. James and Jennifer would actually net $750,000 after paying the taxes on that money. Michael and Mary would net the full $1,000,000. They saved a full $250,000 in taxes compared with their good friends, James and Jennifer. Just think about that for a moment. With the Roth IRA, you keep the extra $250,000 in your pocket. That is incredible. Think about this for a minute. What could you do with that money, that extra $250,000? Wow. So essentially, again, just to summarize the two differences there, James and Jennifer, they used a traditional IRA, right? which we're going to get into a little bit of the details, but essentially that is they don't pay taxes on it, on that income. If you're employed, you say, before I pay taxes on my income, I just want to put it away to this traditional IRA, correct? Well, maybe I misheard you, but James and Jennifer are the ones that have the traditional IRA and they don't pay taxes on it as it's growing, but they do pay taxes when they take it out. Exactly. Okay. Okay. And then Michael and Mary, after they've received their paycheck and they've paid their taxes on it, then they put it into this Roth IRA and through compounded interest and everything, they both James and Jennifer, Michael and Mary, they both got up to a million dollars through all the interest over the years as it's grown. Yep. But the main difference here is James and Jennifer now have 25% less in their account. And that's if they're in the 25% tax bracket. That's right. Yeah. If they are even higher earning, their uh, taxes will be even higher. This is a 25% tax bracket. I think right now the federal government has 37% approximately for the highest earners. So if you are a high earner, you're going to pay even more than uh, James and Jennifer does. Yeah. So more or less, if you're expecting to make a lot of money as you get older, or you're expecting to make more money as you get older, which hopefully everyone would like to do that, there's a really good chance that you're going to be paying a significant amount more in taxes. And just like Michael and Mary, their $1 million that they had saved up in their retirement account, it didn't matter which tax bracket they were in or how much they were making at retirement, they could pull that money out tax-free. It's all theirs. And I will tell you from personal example, because I have both a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA, the Roth IRA by far is the best product because you never pay tax on it when you need it in retirement. So just to emphasize, the Roth IRA is a great way to save for retirement. In my opinion, it is the best way for most people. Now, I'm going to give you a little caveat. There are some differences. I need to share that there are some differences between the two retirement plans, and here are just a few. And I would suggest to you, if you are going to do a traditional or a Roth or both, you can do both under some circumstances, become educated on this. I'm just giving a little highlight to both products. There are some details, and here's just a few that I highlighted myself. 
With a traditional IRA, you can contribute to this plan no matter how much you make. Contributions are tax deductible the year the money is deposited into your account. So every year you put away, say, $1,000 or $5,000, you get a tax deduction for that. Your growth is tax deferred. So during the time that you're working, you're not being taxed on that amount of money you put into your retirement account. And that's the same with the Roth IRA. However, here's one thing that's a little different. Once you hit a certain age, required minimum distributions come into effect. Basically, Uncle Sam says, hey, I've let you grow your income for 30, 40 years in your retirement accounts. Well, now I want some of it back. And so the way it's set up today, when you hit age 72 or age 70 and a half, if you were born before July 1st, 1949, you have to take money out of your retirement account, and that's when you pay those taxes. And in our example, it would be 25%. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So you're really not in complete control of that money once you get 72. That's right. You yeah. have to take it out at the periods that they're telling you you have to take it out. And, and when you do that, you're paying taxes. Yeah, you have to take it out, or they're going to just penalize you incredibly for uh, not taking it out. Okay. Interesting. Again, there's a little more details technically, but I want you to get the overview. Now, with a Roth IRA, currently, if you are married filing jointly, as an example, you can contribute the maximum amount if your modified adjusted gross income stays below $208,000. There are limits, but honestly, the $200,000, $208,000 max covers most average people, right? Right. Okay. Another little caveat is there's no upfront tax break like the traditional IRA. However, there's tax-free growth, which means like when I said on the traditional IRA, it's tax-deferred growth. With a Roth IRA, it's tax-free growth. And like I mentioned earlier, when you start to take the money out at retirement, they never take taxes from you. It's tax-free. There's no required minimum distributions ever. So you can take money out at 59 and a half, 69, 79, 89, and there's never tax. One of the things though with a Roth is you have a required five-year period before you can withdraw it. And that's really not an issue. If you start your Roth at say 30, well, by 35, you've already covered that. Contributions can be withdrawn without penalty. So what that means is let's say you put in $6,000 a year from age 25 to 40. And now you really need the money for something. Your money's grown dramatically. And with the growth from being in the, say, the stock market, it's doubled. Well, you can't take it all out, but you can take the contributions out. Say if you need to put a down payment on a home or if you have a medical expense. I wouldn't recommend that unless it was absolutely critical, but that is something that you're allowed to do and you're not penalized as long as your contributions and not the growth compared to your traditional IRA. Also, your Roth IRA can be passed down without taxes. And a traditional IRA can be passed down, but the heirs have to pay the tax, just like the original owner did. So here's the deal. Once you hit 59 and a half, there are zero taxes paid upon withdrawal. I'll say it again. Zero taxes on your withdrawals. There are a few other rules, but I think you get the gist of it, right? If I were to say one more thing, do you think your taxes will be higher or lower when you retire? That should help you see the advantage of the you pick it. 
Exactly. As I think about it, and I think about my future, because I'm in my 30s, I certainly don't think taxes will be any lower when I retire. And actually, if you look historically, the U.S. right now is at the lowest point it's ever been, right? And, you know, you think about all the bailouts and money that's being spent, you know, which has done some good things. But at the same time, the government has all this money that they, they're trying to uh, make up. You know, they're in the these trillions and trillions of dollars in deficits. And how are they going to do that? It's going to be either raising taxes or getting a incredible surplus of income that's coming into the government. And it, hopefully it's a little of both, but I would imagine taxes will most certainly be going up, thus making the Roth IRA that much more of an exciting tax-saving tool. Right. Yeah, frankly, I don't see a way out. We are in the into the trillions of dollars in debt, and my children and grandchildren are going to be, unfortunately, the recipients of the all that debt, and they're going to have to pay for it one way or the other. So let's close out this podcast with three points that I want to emphasize. And I just want to hit it home. I, I hope you get the picture by now. But uh, in my opinion, the Roth IRA is the best product I think the government's ever produced from a financial perspective. With a Roth IRA, you are never taxed upon withdrawal. With a Roth IRA, there are no required minimum distributions. And with a Roth IRA, heirs pay no tax on that money. Wow. Yeah. So essentially, it really is a great tool where it is your money. The government's not telling you when you have to withdraw. Right. They're not telling you you have to pay taxes. And then if you want to pass it down to your heirs or, uh, you know, everyone passes away at some point, right? Right. To pass it on to the next generation, they're not paying taxes either. Yeah. And I'm going to digress a little bit, but I've talked with many financial planners and uh, they'll give you a little scenario. They say, when you retire, the first money you want to use are your taxable assets. So that's your cash that you have in your general accounts. And then the next money you want to pull out is your traditional IRA money, because again, you're going to have to pay RMDs eventually. And then the last they tell you to move or to use is your Roth IRA. And there's some variance to that, but that's the general format. And so, you know, some of you that have done pretty well in your career, that would be the format you'd probably follow. And then you could give, say, all of your money or most of it, your Roth IRA money to your heirs. And what a wonderful gift that is to give to your children to know that they don't have to pay tax on that. All right. So what is that one thing that we want you, the listener, to do today? All right. Here's where I want you to take action, guys. I don't want you to wait another day to set this up. If you do not have a Roth IRA, do it today. Well, you ask, well, how do I do that? I don't know anything about finance. Well, we've talked a little bit about this in prior podcasts, but any brokerage firm can help you set up a Roth IRA. One example is a Vanguard or Fidelity, Charles Schwab. There are many other brokerage firms. Those are just three big ones that I find they're real easy to work with. They'll walk you through it. Because honestly, you know, they want your money, right? They're going to get a little piece of it. But they're excellent, they're low cost, and they're going to help you succeed financially. Don't be afraid of them. So in one sentence, I want to sum up. If you only do one thing from all my podcasts, do this and contribute to a Roth IRA. 
So that concludes today's episode. We really wanted to hit on this incredible tax savings benefit that really only a small percentage of Americans are using. But I want to tell you a little bit about what we have going on on the next episode. Did you know that lottery winners are more likely to declare bankruptcy within three to five years than the average American? Wow, how can that be? Have you ever thought, man, if I was just a professional athlete or celebrity, I'd be set up for life? Oh, if only it was that easy. In the next episode, we are going to tell you all about a famous football player and how he has chosen to defy the norms for his industry. So Dave, we always like to end with a scripture or a quote, so go ahead and take it away. All right. Yeah, listen carefully. This kind of ties into the Roth IRA in, in a kind of a vague way, but Second uh, John 1.8 says, Watch yourselves so that you may not lose what you have worked for, but may win a full reward. 